lunch I eat a sandwich with a glass of Coke to roll. No one can see you drinking when you're working from home. I still produce reports in a professional font. But now when I have downtime, I can do what I want. And welcome to the Existentialist Cucumber, the podcast that's wondering if now that pot is legal, will the marijuana party just burn out? And my name is Larry Wu. And I'm Curtis Withers. That's an excellent uh an excellent point. Like, you know, what happens to a to a uh one issue party when that issue no longer is 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 relevant to their platform? Mission accomplished and burn yourself yeah. out, go have go have one. Participate you know what they, in should, they should they should start a party now to bring back the McPizza. Oh. Because yes. I think that's gonna be tougher. I think bringing back the McPizza. There's a lot of people who want it. Many of them, many of them would have been their supporters when they were the marijuana party. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it, it just seems like McDonald's has no appetite to bring it back. But I see on Twitter all the time, people are always, when is McPizza going to make a comeback? Why is it always McRib? Oh, yeah, that's right. McRib, too. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember the pizza all that often i don't think know if i ever actually got it it was just a personal pan yeah like you got serving. it with fries you could get in a combo so you got the pizza with with fries and you know what like i i think fries go well together right oh yeah pizza. oh yeah and it could be nostalgia talking larry but like in 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 my mind's eye i'm looking at that pizza right now and it's and it's really good it's good pizza for the for the price. It's good value. Mm. And then you just put your fries on top of it, or yeah, what's the could. etiquette? What's the etiquette? Or do you just kind of eat it like burger fries? I always ate it like like a, like a like a I was getting a quarter pounder combo, so I didn't I didn't mix them up. But I think you could. I mean, I've had I've had a a pierogi pizza at Boston Pizza before, which is like a pizza when it's got all the pierogi fixings including like potato and stuff so the fried pizza wouldn't be yeah i think you got something there because then mcdonald's can have it for breakfast and you have like a breakfast pizza maybe it's cold intentionally cold (laughs) right you could you could i I just i don't know i just thought like of all the sort of like the mcdlt fair enough like that was kind of a a dumb gimmick the hot side is hot and the cold sides do you remember that like yeah. you, get, you get your burger disassembled so that the lettuce and tomato weren't touching the patty so that it would get delivered to you more fresh i don't know i i always thought that burger should be discounted because aren't i doing some of the work yes you're right. assembling the burger yeah you know like it doesn't say you don't go to mcdonald's expecting like some assembly required on your on your combo right (laughs) the whole point is it's fast food you do the least amount of work possible you know what you 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 think all this talk about food right off the top it's actually 420 day but we're actually recording on thursday so so we missed good old pot day which again is there any relevance to the day now that at least in canada or at least on Ontario. Let's just focus on Ontario. I don't know because, yeah, like we were talking about before the show, you know, every day is has the potential to be for a 20 day, you know. And, and looking at the streets of Toronto, if you're not if you're not from here and you look at certain neighborhoods, it's just dispensaries and shoppers drug marts. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling you about that stretch of Queen Street 
between Spadina and Portland and the number of dispensaries in that strip alone was mind boggling. Yeah. Yeah. You have to wonder like at what point are we going to start to see some attrition and see some of these, you know, see, see like the, like, like the ones that consolidate sort of power. I don't know the Tokyo smoke or whatever. And then the ones that don't, Oh yeah, the Tokyo Smoke guys. I think they they're seriously back because they they're in that old they're in the old HMV in on Young Street. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a lot of square footage for I don't know like how much how much product do you have, and, <laughs> and can you show? Because I, I actually I, you know what I really should go into one and and <laughs> like I'm talking all this crap about dispensaries. I've never actually been in one. No, me neither. I, I should yeah. actually. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll do that for the next episode. But I'm afraid yeah. of going in and just saying I'm just browsing. I know because they're not because <laughs> they're not very inviting, right? Like, yeah, like like I guess legally they're not allowed to have you know windows or or, or you know any any sort of like ways of you can peek in, you know. But you can go to the you can go to the liquor store, and I can and look you around, can, and you can browse. You can have a very pleasant day in the liquor store <laughs> and not buy you a know? single thing. Yeah. And not feel like impressed. Like if you go to the one on Summerhill. Oh, it, that's a tourist attraction. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're, you're right because you don't want to go in there and, hey, I'm just looking and, and then start asking weird questions. And it's yeah, they're totally not inviting. And you're right. The law says they no windows. So all these dispensaries if you're not reading, they all look like strip joints. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> and the one on that Queen Street strip that really bothered me the most was a location. And I believe it is, you and I, I think, had breakfast there one time because we we heard that breakfast was good. It's right at Euclid, which I believe is where Java is. Do you remember Java mm-hmm. on Queen? They have a really good breakfast there. Yep. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, the KFC. Do. There's a KFC. Was a KFC. Um, I think some kind of Mexican Tex-Mex restaurant that was on the other corner. So the corner I'm talking about uh, used to be an Aroma coffee uh-huh. shop, yep. which yep. I didn't think they closed down, but this one did during the pandemic. Became a dispensary. So the unfortunate part is they had to do the same thing: block out all the windows, which it had a lot, but they had a perfectly good working patio. Yeah, because they're on the corner. So the this the side that's on on that side street, the non Queen Street side, they had this lovely patio. There's still like the awning and and some of the uh, barrier fencing that made up the patio. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, dispensary can't use it. So, <laughs> so I was really disappointed to see that. <laughs> and another dispensary that I think this is the one I'll go into to do my research. It's uh, right at. Uh, uh, I think Beverly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's called Cookie. I thought it was a cookie store. Yeah. Now, its windows are clear. You can look in, but there's uh, an obvious like barrier wall that you have to kind of do an S turn to actually get into the quote unquote showroom. And there's one person sitting there on a stool kind of guarding that door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, but it, it doesn't say anything about dispensary no weed symbol or anything yeah. that i can see it's just called cookie so i thought it was a cookie store but i went this doesn't look inviting yeah and then i kind of like peeked around and i was like 
oh, wait, I think I see like the plastic jars and what, oh my God, it's another dispensary. <laughs> but I'm going to go in there and complain about the cookie thing. Yeah. Unless that's that. I mean, that's, that's a disappointment if you're, you know, yeah, I'm you're, looking if for you're, like jo- a, if you're jonesing for some like, uh, you know, maybe an empire cookie. Yeah. Maybe a, a, a schnickerdoodle. Is that a cookie? Yeah. That's a cookie, right? Snickerdoodle. Yeah. Snickerdoodle is a cookie, right? Yeah. Or just a, uh, just a classic chocolate chip. Yeah. Nothing, nothing with raisins in it. I hate, I, I find that raisins is like a, a blight on the cookie or an, yeah. any dessert. No, do you no, do you just not like raisins in general, or is it more just in baked goods? Just in baked goods and rice pudding. Rice pudding, yeah, yeah. But if you had like a handful of like, if I had a box of raisins, raisins I'll, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll eat a, I'll eat a box of raisins. I'll yeah. even eat chocolate coated raisins. Yeah, but I'll eat them and enjoy them. Chocolate coated raisins, yeah, lassettes. But if I have a butter tart. And there's an inf- it's infected with a raisin. Oh, it, it, I I know. Going back to that McPizza, <laughs> you're not you're not you're not alone in that. I know a few people who like enjoy raisins as as like a snack on their own, like just raisins. But this, as soon as the raisin comes in contact with another food stuff, they're not interested. So I, I guess it just does raisins just do they not play well with others? Is that I don't the thing? Th- I, yeah, no, because if you think about it, it's a rejected grape that could have been a <laughs> freshly eaten grape. It's rejected from even turning into wine. <laughs> so basically, I'm just getting like the entrails, right? <laughs> Snoots and entrails of of the raisin uh, harvest that 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 year. Yeah, I guess and that's let's, true. Let's just dry it out, and yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan of raisins. Even if yeah. I was for 420, and if I was that snacky, I'd be like avoiding that. Yeah. Uh, so I tried to look up to see if people were still celebrating on Young and Dundas Square. I don't think anyone showed up. I think people were just smoking at home. Yeah, <laughs> they covered their own home. Yeah. What's What's the point? You don't have to do that anymore, right? Like you don't have to like get together in these in these sort of groups and. And things like that, and then, and then, like if you're if if you're if you're stoned, you you know you you don't want to be bothered with that. Hmm. You know you you you've got like you've you've got like a whole bunch of Master Chef you haven't watched yet, and <laughs> you've got you know you've got a big bag of all dressed chips, and you've got and you've got your weed. You don't need to go out. Celebrate four twenty like that's yeah yeah oh one 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 thing uh, somewhat chip yeah, it's no it's chip related one guilty pleasure I developed during uh, COVID era is uh, I I've been spending because I've been grocery shopping for my parents for a while and just cruising the Chinese Asian supermarket junk food aisle. Mm-hmm. Now I'll be the first person to say that my people don't do junk food well. It's it's but it's the chips. So there's the 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 Chinese Japanese Lay's has all you know localized flavored chips. So I I this one's not as weird because I think in England you can get like prawn flavored chips. So mm. that was the latest one I had. Um, one that Lay's Hong Kong had was cucumber flavored chips. Okay. Okay. They weren't lying. You, you had this chip. 
the texture of the chip is still salty. It's it's like it's crunchy like a chip, but it's surprisingly refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hmm. okay, you know, you're sitting there first. Your brain is confused, right? Because <laughs> yeah. you shouldn't be eating this crispy thing. So, um, one of my other favorite ones that uh, Hong Kong lays, I'll just call it Hong Kong lays. I don't know if it, is the. Um, I don't know if it's passively aggressive racist uh, <laughs> flavoring, but they have one. It's supposed to be uh, like uh, like a marinara sugo Italian meat sauce flavored. Like, and that would have been the best way to do the English translation. Yeah. Nope. They called it Italian red meat flavor. <laughs> I uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of the Italian red meat flavor. I'm curious to try it though. I will get you a bag. I would like to bring I would like to bring those cucumber chips chips like one day to the Super Bowl. Like go to somebody's Super Bowl party. Oh yeah, look what I bought. Just, yeah, <laughs> guys. No worries. I've got I've got I got all the snacks. I did the big snack run. We got some cucumber chips. We got some Italian red meat sauce chips. We've got uh, we've got some plain tortilla chips and some carrot sticks. And I brought a case of Zima. Oh, you you you, you forgot some whole wheat things. I brought you some. Oh, yeah, whole, yeah. I brought you some whole wheat donuts. Yeah. Wait, I've got whole- uh, I got some 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 all brand buds. You know. Wait. I was just thinking, an all wheat, all wheat donut. Wouldn't that just be a bagel? Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe up for debate. Good. Maybe up I for debate. Um, so, in honor of four twenty day, we have two side segments to talk about. So, I have a listing on our sheet, Curtis, of the best stoner movies of all time. Mm-hmm. I saw, yeah, and uh, you know the the list. It's pretty modern. Of you know. So what they talk about Friday. So that's uh, the Ice Cube, Chris Tucker, two guys sitting in Compton on the porch, getting into wacky adventures. Yeah, right. Cheech and Chong. Got to have the Cheech and Chong movies in there. Yeah, I don't think I remember seeing How High. Well, that was the Method Man, Red Man movie. But uh, what would you say um, if if you if you kind of dig into your your pop culture? treasure trove there curtis what, what would you say would be one of your notable uh pot movies pothead movies um well i'm looking at like i'm looking at this uh this list and it would be for me it would be the big lebowski now that one's an interesting one because i i have that on my list too because yeah, he's he's a you know he he he's doing he's he's smoke the dude's smoking throughout the entire movie. But yeah. it's also a movie that you wanna you wanna watch high. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's 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 kind of just made like I, I've seen the the Big Lebowski sober many times as well. But like it's just kind of made. I think it's just kind of made for that. You know, for like for like for like a a sort of a, a light buzz. It just, it just, just the the pacing seems to really lend itself to that. And it's the it's the music video yeah. in the middle, <laughs> yeah, that would just tip you over. Yeah, 
no, no, I, I would definitely put Big Lebowski on that uh, on that list. Uh, I, I think I, I, one of the modern ones on this list I like is the is Harold and Kumar. Yeah, I saw that they've got uh, the Christmas one and uh, oh, you got to go with White Castle. No, yeah. the, the White Castle one where they're riding yeah. the cheetah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I actually watched uh, Harold and Kumar go to Guantanamo Bay recently, and and uh, yeah, it didn't hold up as well as White Castle. Mm. I think I remember at the time thinking it was it was really amusing, but maybe I was stoned. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so. That was the best stoner movie. So I think we both agree. Big Lebowski, I think. And and I, I yeah. would say Harold and Kumar would go to White Castle as a as a as a as a good yeah. runner. And I also really like Pineapple Express. I saw that was in there as well. Mm, yeah. Like Pineapple Express. Uh, Seth Seth Rogen, right? Yeah. In, in in real life, I hear he's like a massive, massive. Like if you you were mentioning um episodes of MasterChef. So there's a a David Chang show on Netflix. Uh, where it's kind of like his travel show and he comes up to Vancouver and Seth uh, takes him around. Yeah. And he just takes, I don't know how many hauls off of the ones that Seth rolled. And like <laughs> David, it was just gone. <laughs> okay. So yeah, Seth, Seth's known for being a, he likes a, 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 a purveyor of the, of, of smoke goods. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So as promised, uh, from last week's episode, I did prepare a latest edition of Dead or Alive. So this is in honor of 420 Day. This is the pothead Dead or Alive. Now, just like Harold and Kumar, which are both alive, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are very young, young guys. I have uh, other duos from the old pothead days. Uh, but I'll do them individually, not do them in the groups, but you'll see where they're going. The first one is uh, Cheech Marin of Cheech and Chong. Curtis, Cheech Marin. <laughs> is he alive or has he passed? Cheech Marin. We took a, took a kid-friendly turn later in his career. Uh, and, and wasn't he on... Not 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 one of the SIUs was he? Was he on any of the Law and Orders? He was on some type of crime show, like like a serious crime show, right? <laughs> Maybe I've never seen that. Oh yeah, yeah. I, was like, I believe it. I believe it. Oh yeah, it was like during the two thousands, <laughs> and then and then then he went back to playing Cheech Marin. I think I think he's alive. You are correct. Cheech is still smoking, buddy, at seventy five. God, good man, good man. Yeah. And uh, his even bigger pothead uh, uh, partner, uh, Tommy Chong. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm. I think I'm, I think for some reason in my head, I remember I remember recently something about him dying. So I'm gonna say, but 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 deep down inside, I think he's still alive. But I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go with my head though. And hope my memory is good and say that he, <laughs> that he's dead. Nope. He's still hitting that bong, Curtis. Uh, I should have listened to my heart. At 83 years old. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. He, he's, he was 
become quite the activist now, I guess, in, in the States, as, as I guess as he has been, but uh, even more so now, right? Because he, he did that stint basically playing Tommy Chong on that 70s show. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, no, he's, he's the both of them are still alive. I'm, I bet they're still touring in one way, shape, or form. <laughs> still doing the old jokes. Dave's, Dave's not, not here. here. Man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one goes a little further back. Mm-hmm. Um, I found this one actually kind of tricky, but um, we'll 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 see if you got it. The Easy Riders themselves, but first Dennis Hopper. I believe Dennis Hopper is dead. He is passed away in 2010. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the age of 74, I think he had cancer. I think he passed away. He was in one of Romero's last zombie flicks. That That's right. Took place almost entirely at the Eaton Center. He yeah. was like the bad guy. He was incredible. He even picked his nose, and I think it was. I think he improvised that. He even picked his nose while he was giving like one of his like maniacal monologues. Yeah, I was like, yeah. man, this guy is the best. I love Dennis Hopper. Yeah, if uh, I, I don't remember the actual title of that uh, evil. It was part of the Evil Dead. He, It's basically all the rich people had a stronghold in this one condo or tower. And, I, and yeah. the higher up the tower, you, you are at a, a much higher class or, or you have more NFTs than your neighbor. And he was the, I think he was like the owner of that condo or he was. Yeah, he, yeah. I just remember it was, and that one was significant too, because at the end the zombies used, learned how to use tools, which made them more dangerous. Oh yeah. 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 And, yeah. So, oh uh, yeah. Dennis Hopper, Billy, did, did you enjoy uh, Easy Rider? Uh, I admittedly have never seen it. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Watch it. That's okay. one you should watch. Stoned. It's the tra- <laughs> it's the transitions between. If you thought Lucas loved his wipes, <laughs> Dennis Hopper loves his show the next scene in a in a flash and then go back to the original scene and it does this like dun, 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 and then the the new the next oh. scene shows up. All right, it's pretty trippy. I'm intrigued. Okay, and his partner who played Captain America in that, <laughs> that was his name. It's Billy and Captain America. Is Peter Fonda? Oh yeah, Peter Fonda. I believe is dead. He has passed away, seventy nine, only in twenty nineteen. So just before mm-hmm. the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Very good, Curtis. So other than Tommy Chong, you you were doing well. And I knew, I knew you should. Yeah, alive, come on. I just Always didn't listen to myself. Just like basketball, the the ball don't lie. Yeah, I, I thought I just thought that we did something about him at work, but maybe it was about like I can't believe he's not dead. <laughs> okay, so this is this is where I think you have to watch. So for the next episode, I have to go into a dispensary, and you have to watch uh, Easy Rider. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, be cool, Billy. See, that's what that's what you're gonna say. For, for, for the next few weeks when you when you see the movie. Okay, on to the headlines. A new epidemic is raging through Springfield, and this one didn't start with Krusty Burger's Whatchamacarcus sandwich. This first headline just proves, if you're talking about Dennis Hopper playing the evil villain in that Evil Dead movie, uh, Elon Musk. I've always said Elon Musk is a supervillain that's just hiding in plain sight. 
Elon Musk um, made that huge bid for uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Elon Musk, the headline is Elon Musk's free speech utopia already existed. It ended for a reason. His vision of Twitter with no moderation. How's that for bad idea genes? <laughs> Twitter, no moderation whatsoever. Just make it even more of a cesspool than it already is with its limited <sighs> moderation. I, I, I think people forget about that, that all the social media platforms, Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter, they all have terms of use. You're using mm-hmm. their app. Mm-hmm. And you remember how people in Facebook, I don't know if they're doing that much often now because I'm never on it. Do people still post on their wall some weird 1800s declaration that Facebook can't use their data? <laughs> Do you remember that? That was a big trend for a while, right? Remember that? I don't remember that at all. Oh, oh yeah. It, like, it was just like this cut and paste as if someone wrote that. But it was also written in like 18, like 1700s English, you know. Oh, I, no, that, I haven't been, I haven't really been on Facebook that much over the past few years. And I guess I've missed that one. But, but all these apps have terms of use, right? Mm-hmm. Like that does the whole, like it's, it, and, and people forgot about that they're actually using an app like they're using word right you 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 agree to a terms of use when you're when you're using word right yeah people you may not read it and just click on accept like everybody <laughs> exactly. else but it doesn't exist people were also asking you know well, why is elon interested in this why you know blah blah people don't realize how much data twitter has mm. mm-hmm. and data is king right mm-hmm. and and a super villain knows that Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I also think he's a supervillain um, just because he just is such a dork. You know what oh. I mean? Like, but I, I, and I think he, I think, I think he, he, I think he sees himself as like a, as like a cool, it's like a cool dork, you know, like, 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 uh, <laughs> no, he's Hank Scorpio. Like, 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 like Christopher Lloyd's character from Back to the Future, <laughs> but, but he's, yeah, he's not. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like a less charismatic Hank Scorpio. Oh yeah, Tesla, SpaceX, you might call them legitimate fronts. I still have wonders about the Boring Company. Yeah, that's right. That's you right. Know, like, what is he digging, and what is he building under whatever he's digging? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Uh, in any case. He's got so, too much money for his own good. Oh, God. Related to Twitter is this story. And this one you love. I brought this one up because I know you just love talking about crypto and NFTs. Mm. Headline is, a man bought an NFT for, get ready for this, Curtis, $2.9 million US, mm-hmm. then listed it for $48 million the top mm-hmm. bid was less than $280. Good. <laughs> so this one is an NFT, so non-fungible token for those who uh, want to look that up. It's uh, purchased by Sina Estavi. And apparently this is an image, so basically a screenshot, because we'll talk about something in a second, of Jack Dorsey. So he's one of the co-founders of Twitter, the oh, effectively the first tweet mm-hmm. on the platform. 
Yeah. So it it has his, like you said, ridiculous uh, profile uh, image, Jack yeah. Lightning yeah. Bolt, verified. Yeah. And he 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 has at Jack, and it says just setting up my. TWTTR because I guess I don't know when at Twitter when when Twitter was up is it always been the same character limit or did they expand it over the years? Uh, they have expanded it. Um, okay, but also like you have to remember, Larry, that vowels are uncool. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. So at three fifty p.m. Uh, I assume Pacific, March twenty first, two thousand and six. So apparently he owns this, but he really just owns an image of the tweet because you and I both looked it up on Twitter and the mm. tweet still exists on Twitter. Yes. So you're buying a screenshot of the tweet. <laughs> yes. And that tweet can be deleted. Right? He doesn't have control yep. over the tweet. That's right. That tweet can be deleted by by Jack Dorsey or by whoever is in charge of Twitter now I guess if they you know if Jack Dorsey violated the terms and services of <laughs> Elon, Elon's going to travel back in time and actually you know at 3:30 p.m. <laughs> tweet something out um, um so so yeah like I I as you know and I know I've talked about this before I just don't understand I just don't understand this sort of wave of all this money being thrown at things that have no real tangible use. Yeah, because he bought this screenshot and let's I'm going to be old man about this. Yes, it is just a screenshot because if it was the actual tweet, I just spend my days just hitting like. (laughs) <laughs> see how far I can build it up myself, but it's not, it's non-functional, right? Yeah. Um, so he bought it for $2.9 million. So Curtis, a $2.9 million screenshot. I'm going to go over to OpenSea where he actually has his um, bid open. So for those that don't know, OpenSea is the largest market of NFTs. I think we talked about it in a previous episode when we were first yeah. learning about what an NFT is. We, were, we did. We went there and it was underwhelming and it continues to be. <laughs> <laughs> so the screenshot, which incidentally, I can also capture that screenshot. And I, I hovered over the image of the of the NFT and actually can do a right mouse button and download it. Mm-hmm. Is currently the top bid, Curtis, is 10.3 Ethereum. Hmm. Ethereum. <laughs> and that equates to right now with the exchange rate from Ethereum to US, $30,740. Yeah. Which is a lot, but but also far less than what, he, what he's looking for. Far, far less of what he bought it for, is yeah. listing it. And man, like just this guy, I'm looking at this, this guy just even bidding his 10.3 Ethereum. Whether you you that you know talk about cryptocurrency and the value of that, whether or not you believe it or not, you know, Adam could have thirty thousand dollars of U.S. money in his pocket. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Well, I I don't know how easy it is to sell Ethereum. I assume it's. I don't know. I don't know. There's all those commercials now for all these apps that will help you do it, but. 
God. But uh, I, I have no idea. I have no interest in 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 getting into this. I mean, I'm so, I'm almost fifty. It's not for me. But yeah. uh, you know, I was telling you, saying to you before the show, like, just wondering if if like this guy or any guys like it will one day when they're old, older, and they're talking to their grandkids and they're trying to impart life lessons, they'll be like, you know, just you know, one time I spent. I spent four point nine million dollars on a screenshot. You know, I could have put you kids through college ten times over, but <laughs> just don't do what I did. Yeah, sorry you had to go to that community college. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Dur- so- Dur- turns out that Jack Dorsey deleted his tweet, and then nobody believed it was the first tweet ever. <laughs> so I, we 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 went and looked into uh, Cena's profile in. Uh, in this article as well. And this one's hilarious too. So he said he would donate 50% of the profit of the NFT auction, $25 million or more based on his original listing of 48 million to a charity give directly, which helps East African families in extreme poverty. So that's great. I'm sure they have some benefit of an NFT or now do these East African families, do they have to get it in Ethereum and then convert it to a, more workable currency? No, or, you'll or, love or that. No, no, you'll, you'll, it's even better, Curtis. So apparently this Give Directly, which helps East African families in extreme, extreme pro- poverty mm-hmm. by making unconditional cash transfers to them via mobile phone. Oh, okay. So these extremely so, poor people still have to have a mobile phone to collect. Have, yeah, and and apparently they have to have the latest version of iOS, so they can't buy like a cheap phone. They've got oh, yeah. to buy. They 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 have to have an Apple device, yeah, right? Yeah. No 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 Huawei piece of crap. No, and it's got to have the. It's got to be an Apple device capable of running the latest, the latest version of iOS. Yeah. So. Hopefully that's part of the donation. Uh, yeah. So uh, the uh, so Estavi, it's not his, so this this incident they they're calling it a financial fail and let's say it is. Mm. Yep. <laughs> um, this is not the first financial fail for Estavi. He's had two crypto adventures flop. After he was arrested in Iran on charges of disrupting the economic system. Like, like on that charge, isn't you know? I I, I don't want to besmirch the the Persian folks over in Iran, but wouldn't that be like a hanging or caning or stoning or something Disrupt, getting chopped? Disrupting the economic system that sounds severe. You destabilized our country's economy. Now don't do it again. Over your NFTs. Don't do it again. Cryptocurrency is the cryptocurrency adventures. See, this is what I'm talking about. They call it cryptocurrency adventures. This shouldn't be an adventure. <laughs> exactly. Your hard work, your hard earned money should not be an adventure at all. Yeah. No, you're totally right. So I, I, I clicked into Cena's profile in OpenSea, and I love the fact that his claim to fame is owner of the world's first ever tweet. <laughs> And he has this a quote from Isaac Newton on his banner. We build too many walls and not enough bridges. That's deep. He's a, he's a, he's a deep thinker. Yeah. And, well, he's already had 
several failed um, crypto schemes. So what can we say? I'm sure I'm sure he'll enjoy his tweet, his non-functioning tweet. Like I said, I I would want the original tweet so I can, you know, retweet it and like it. Yeah. Yeah, What else can you do? See, I'm not on Twitter. What else can you do to tweet? tweet? You can't edit it, though. Hey, you can't edit it, right? No, that's the big thing about Twitter is you can't edit it. So if you if you if you like put out a tweet that you that you regret, yeah, your only recourse is to delete it. So so what you're saying is if if uh, autocorrect kicks in, mm. and I, I'm 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 angrily tweeting, yeah, I can only delete. It. Okay, well at least I can delete it. It's not like it's yeah, you can delete it. But somebody always has receipts. Always someone has receipts, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, it's somebody, called, somebody's got that tweet somewhere. Yeah, just just like this guy for in in for for ten point four Ethereum, yeah. Curtis. You can outbid the top guy, and Dorsey could delete the tweet. But you're like, ha! I still have it. <laughs> but then the joke will be on you, Curtis, because I actually have it because I have a downloaded version of that tweet right now. So. Yeah, and you didn't have to spend any Ethereum to do that. No, no, just uh, approximately. Let me just double check. It's approximately. 90k on my hard drive. Oh. <laughs> and even then I'm sure I'm sure it's probably not the screenshot itself, right? So what set, so the only thing that sets this apart is that there's like it's it's got like some sort of like it's got some sort of ID right? Like it's got some sort of unique ID attached to it. That's correct. But can can you make another NFT with a different with a with a different identifier and sell that and of that and, like of that tweet like or 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 yeah it just it would just be a different it would be a different yeah. author so I'm just not understanding <laughs> the I, like again where is the benefit I don't know but uh, it's taking up too much of my hard drive space Curtis so it's all yours. <laughs> Oh man, thank you. <laughs> I need to get it. it off my hard drive. Yeah, I'm gonna try to. All right, so uh, the next headline, because we've talked about enough about NFT and that poor sap. If you're interested in bidding on it, this is all on OpenSea. Um, if you thought a screaming child was bad on a plane, Curtis, mm-hmm. how I about do. this? The quote, the headline is, "I would have opened the emergency exit, Christian Pastor." takes over flight mid-air to sing songs to passengers and not everyone on board seems impressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems that I'm hearing a lot of stories about airplanes just being completely bonkers these days. <laughs> like, it just seems to be a very adversarial space. Well, you know, like... You, uh, we, we talked about it, I think when the, the week it happened, and I think maybe it was the episode that Stevie D was on the show where the Sunwing, the, the social media influencers went down mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was like just a crazy party. People were body surfing. Now it was a chartered flight, whatever. Uh, but you're right. So these people, uh, this Christian group just busted out their guitar and just started, started singing. Start playing guitar and singing. And there's this awesome video on the internet. I'll let you guys mm. go and find it. Mm. But it the, the video pans and, and you see this one guy who's not looking. He's just staring straight ahead and he's just like 
kill me. Please yeah. kill me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like, I mean, sometimes, like, guys are on these flights, and that's how they catch up on, like, the Big Bang Theory or whatever, right? Like, they'll just binge a bunch of, like, TV shows they normally wouldn't watch at home, but they're available in the on-flight entertainment system. And you don't want somebody singing gospel music fairly badly because I watched the video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's, it's, it it's, it's of the, um, this little light of mine, I'm going to yeah. let it shine. This like it's not, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a, it's Roseanne Barr singing the national anthem bad, but it's not no, good. No. It's, it's, it's the Flanders singing, um, yeah. to, to Homer when he was chasing him. Oh yeah, that uh, the the Noah song. Yeah, God da, da, said the arky, arky, yeah, that's right. Yeah. God said to Noah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> "Go and build the arky, arky." Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, the rain came down. It started getting muddy, muddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's this great quote, or of course, the internet loves these videos, right? And someone commented. Poor guy in the green and blue plaid shirt. Figuratively, I am him. He is me. <laughs> Another one added, blue shirt guy is two seconds away from jumping out of the plane. Yeah, he looked very unimpressed. Uh, so I'll give you the choice, Curtis. Gospel, gospel singing happy young folks or mm-hmm. screaming baby? Screaming baby. Because the screaming baby, like the screaming baby, you can you can empathize with that. You can be like, that was me at one point in my life, you know, not He's understanding hungry. the world, screaming, you know, and and you can kind of, you know, you can you can maybe ask why a baby needs to be on a transatlantic flight. Maybe it does though, you know, um, but like the like the happy sort of. Uh, gospel singers you know you can you can refrain from that for like seven hours yeah just let everybody have a good time the, 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 ba- the baby's not doing it on purpose no these the people are any better the baby doesn't know any better the, you know? the baby's facing you know discomfort and this is my only way of communicating my discomfort mm-hmm. versus a, yeah yeah could have a dirty diaper or or like you know He's, he's already seen that episode of Caillou that's available on the in-flight entertainment system. There's all kinds of reasons. Yeah. No, 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 definitely. And, you know, we just passed Easter, right? So sinners, go out and sin, please, because if you don't, then Jesus died for nothing. That's right. That's an excellent point. <laughs> Do you I'll want give myself, re- I'll give myself a bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to be responsible for Jesus dying for nothing? Of course not. Yeah, I was telling Curtis uh, in terms of video game wise, I we picked up Star Wars Lego, mm-hmm. the new one, the Skywalker Saga. So this is all nine movies. Um, so effectively, I bought nine games, and it just plays through the plot of the movie. I I don't know if I'll play any of the sequels, <laughs> the prequels. <laughs> I like to play them because like you can. You can control Jar Jar Binks and put, and put him in all kinds of painful and perilous situations. Mm-hmm. And because he's Lego, you don't do any permanent damage. So you don't feel yeah. like too much of a monster. Yeah. Uh, 
it's definitely what the best looking Lego game uh, that that's come out. Uh, the voice acting is very good in it. In fact, some of it is, it's taken directly right from the movies. So, mm-hmm. um, so I thought that was kind of a neat little touch. Um, yeah, for those that just love just endless playability, like that these the T and is it T and T T T T T games. Yeah, and those guys they they have it down pack. Mm-hmm. Like you could come back and oh, I'm still not 100. percent Like if you have one of those OCD things that you need to finish the game 100. percent these are the games to get because then you just be playing it till the yep. end of time. Yep. Yeah, I put many many hours into the Marvel superheroes uh, one and got all the characters and all the vehicles and you know stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it's a gr- it's a great completionist. Uh, completionist game because it's also like you do have to do some grindy stuff and you have to work at it but it is possible like i don't understand how some people like get the platinum trophy in ps like in the, the in, in playstation for some of these games like it's just like how how did you spend that much time you have to defeat it you have to defeat the game and then you have to defeat it again on hard mode and then you have to f- defeat it again on legendary mode and then you have to do you know you have to kill 500 enemies with one specific move set or something like that. You know, at least with this one, like you could, you, you know that if you work at it, you'll be able to, to 100% it in, in a reasonable amount of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no, definitely. So we'll uh, give you a little review down the road after we kind of get a bit more miles underneath it. <laughs> Um, I want to kind of circle back uh, before we close off from last week's episode. Uh, the Whopper. Any 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 after effects after having the Whopper? How um, long did it stay in your mouth? How, how long did the taste stay in your mouth? Um, basically, it stayed it stayed in my mouth. Let's see. So it was the wet last Wednesday. I had it for lunch. I think on the weekend I had beef vindaloo, and that was the last I tasted the the, the whopper (laughs) so it lasted almost as long as covid did lasted almost as long as covid did um (laughs) and it was it was like what you were talking about it was like that that (laughs) spray on that spray on butane butane (laughs) i couldn't i couldn't stop thinking about it (laughs) like just uh, i was like so did because when I was eating it, I was like, this tastes pretty unique. And then, none, that, and then you know, you said it was spray on butane. I was like, oh my God, it does taste like it was something <laughs> that was applied by, by a spray. So so what, what you do is you um, go to the Dollarama and get one of those cheap um, torch lighters. And this weekend, maybe make something and flambe it with that. Mm. And then... Then it might, you might just get it. You just might eventually get addicted to it. Oh, I want to do it for everything. Like that food blogger you were mentioning, where you know they just like you know giving it a few brushes with the blowtorch just to get that. That's right, Burger King flavor. That's right. That's right. So how many bur- How many do you think? Do you think the potheads went to Burger King during four twenty? I don't well, think so. Right. It just it it was it was quite fortuitous timing for Burger King because of course they have their Whopper Wednesday deal. <sighs> Which is like, you know, like I think it comes out to like three, three bucks, four bucks off of a combo. So that's significant. And uh, and, you know, it happened to be 420 at the same time. So I think I would like to think that a few Whoppers were sold that day. 
the problem is is that like <laughs> if you were if you if you if you were like uh went in there and you know how uh, sometimes like certain things get get uh um amplified mm-hmm um, so like maybe the butane gets amplified if you go in there and you've, you've, you've smoked a little bit and then, and then, and then that's all you can taste is the butane. Maybe you don't like it as much or maybe no, you like it funny. more. Ooh, maybe. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm not going back to Burger King. <laughs> it will be for another 10, 10 years or while I'm really desperate. Or maybe if I, if, if I, if my bank card didn't work and I was starving and it was there and it was happened to be a Wednesday, like you said, easy, <clears throat> easy, easy meal for five bucks or whatever it turned out to be. Yeah, the, yeah, it's 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 not bad for the for the money you pay. And then ever since we we talked about it last Wednesday, I've been seeing commercials for the Maple King all the time. Oh, yeah. And the and 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 they've got me on the sauce because they're making the sauce and they've. They put in like a splash of whiskey. They put in a you know a splash of maple and all this kind of stuff, and it looks like this nice homemade sauce. Of course, like you know, it's mass produced somewhere, and they just ship it to the franchises. It's it's it's, it's, ketchup, it's ketchup and butane. The ketchup and butane. <laughs> it's probably what it is. <laughs> in the commercial, I'm like, yeah. And even even when they show it in like the the combo on the tray and they've got the fries the fries are all spilled out and i'm like oh man even the fries look good that's how you know it's a that, lie the commercial's a lie, a lie. <laughs> yeah you're you know I, I i i i'm with you i kept seeing that commercial everywhere and and i also became very hyper aware about burger king <laughs> so i don't know if i'm kind of having like a, hype, a burger king flashback equivalent <laughs> well, um, we gotta think of, well, we'll have to think of the new the new thing the other restaurant and I see their ads all the time as well now that I haven't been to in, in at least 10 years, if not more, is KFC. Oh, yeah. I, I You're right. KFC, the original Dirty Bird. The original Dirty Bird. Do they still have that uh, green coleslaw, the, the radioactive coleslaw? I think so. I Probably, think so. Right? I think I think all. Yeah, I think you can still get the potato salad, the radioactive coleslaw, the macaroni, that really, really sort of creamy and yet somehow bitter macaroni salad that they have. I, I, I love the 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 original sizes, like un, unapologetic, right? Wasn't it the the bucket in the barrel, or is it just the bucket? No, this is a barrel, like 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 the thirty piece <laughs> barrel. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, so I was right. There, there was a, yeah. it was a bucket bear and barrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Colonel Sanders' like smug face on on the side. Yeah, like you know, you want this. <laughs> oh man! And the, just KFC. the the skin, like you you, especially when I was a kid, like you really want to eat the skin. But then like that, when the skin separates from the meat, and there's just that like real, it's just all the fat just is sort of like <laughs> hanging off the skin, you know. <laughs> Well, the way you described it there, oh boy, yum, yum. <laughs> no, if we do it, though, we'll, we'll get double downs. What's the double down? The double down is the sandwich where the chicken is the bread. The chicken is the bread. That's right. So there's so, two pieces of chicken, and then there's like some cheese and something else. It's like the filling part. Okay. But the chicken is the bread. 
So you're basically eating just a, a meat mess. Yeah. <laughs> a mess of poultry. Yeah. The double down. The double. It's, it's daring you. It's daring you to eat it. That's kind of funny. Like, it, after the movie, um, uh, Super Size, right? Super Size, the Morgan, me, yeah, yeah. the Morgan movie that that kind of yeah. exposed, like, oh wow, McDonald's is not nutritionally good for you. They McDonald's kind of went and tried to fix their um, reputation from that movie, and you know, salads and other alternative fries and Mc- mm. and everyone else went the opposite, right? If you're if you're saying that KFC's introduced this double down, and what would, what Wendy's introduced? Well, the bacon, the, the baconator, baconator, man, the Wendy's baconator. That's it's insane. Like it, it has an almost dangerous Dan's level of bacon on it, and oh, and dangerous on. Dan's on the coronary had a pound of bacon. <laughs> I don't know if any of the listeners remember dangerous Dan's. Larry and I have eaten. It's no longer with us. It was right at the corner of, of Queen, and, Queen and Broadview. I don't know. I don't know. But like once once Jilly's, which was the gross strip bar in that on that corner, became the Broadview Hotel. Which is like a, that sort of upscale boutique hotel and bar. Mm-hmm. The writing was on the wall for dangerous dance. Nobody, <laughs> nobody on that corner wanted a place where you could get where you could get a a a burger called the Coronary. Where and you've you've shown the scale of this. Larry Larry got the the Coronary before I ever did, and to sell me on it, he. He showed he he took a picture to show the scale of the burger, and he put the burger beside his head, and the burger was the size of his head. Yeah, like it it. it well, the, I remember that burger also because it's a meal. It, the coronary is not just a a bur. It is a burger, but it's mm. really a meal. And the fact that the that you had no choice but to get gravy on the fries. That's right. Right. It was like no, no. You you have to have. Uh, you have to have it. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the corner now. Oh, that's disappointing. Of all things. Pizza Nova? It's a Pizza Nova. <laughs> you know what? Just before you said it, just as soon as you said disappointing, that clicked in. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was Pizza Nova. <laughs> oh. Oh. I think oh. the Opera House is still on one of the corners, though, right? Or near one of the corners. Oh, oh yeah, the Opera House is very close to yeah, Danger yeah. Stands. Oh, it's still there. Yeah. I, but like, I think like any live venue place, they hopefully they 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 found some way to supplement their their income. I think shows started to come back, anyways. There, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Um. Any case, uh, you can catch Curtis and I weekly on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. On the platforms that you can leave a comment, please do hit subscribe. It'll help people find our little show. Curtis, any last words? Um, I'd just like to say that uh, I, I'm I'm continuing to progress in Elden Ring. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep mentioning it every show until I until I beat it. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I'm still absolutely loving it. I think I think what I like about it the most, Larry. Yeah, is the little adventures. You can have little adventures like like you can go um, 
off the path a little bit and you'll find some tower with some dude shooting a crossbow at you and you have to figure out how to get up the tower and there will be like a sword you know like there's always like some some cool thing to get and and there's like just a ton of that you know okay but but it's not it's not they're not pure later fedex there's many no, missions there's no pure later missions oh very good none very good yeah yeah I always it's, found that was, that was like a cop out on those types of games where, oh, can you go and deliver this or go to this village and get this back for me? Someone took my favorite yeah. hammer and I'm a blacksmith. And if you bring it back, I'll yeah. kill three something. giant rats because they're in the basement and I need to get to the wine or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there's none. Like there's like it's all basically player driven the entire thing. Like there's a plot and and and. And it's kind of an interesting one, but it just kind of comes in dribs and drabs. And it's mostly just you checking stuff out. I mean, not unlike Skyrim in that sense. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're just, you know, the ultimate medieval slacker and just kind of hanging out and walking around and pretty much make, like, making up your own adventure. Yeah. It's like 420 medieval style. Just doing oh. my own thing. Oh, have you tried playing the game high? <laughs> Or is that a oh, bad idea? No, it would be a bad idea. I barely have the reflexes to play it, like, <laughs> normally. <laughs> All right, Curtis, well, well, thank you again. And just remember that sometimes a cucumber is just a cucumber. From home.